Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. As the wonderful host in the beginning said, I'm your host, Shane Lakita, and I'm here today because I'm thoughtful, I'm reflective. I'm in a mode where I feel as if a weight has been lifted off my shoulders, where I'm going to talk a lot about on this podcast around change. Now, listen, before I get into anything on this podcast, I want you to know there may be some political tones to it. There may be some things that do come around, which I normally stay clear of. I normally stay clear of all political views, all religious views, any of those things. But today, maybe a little bit different. I'm not going to get into too much about parties. I'm not going to get into too much about anything like that, but I'm going to get into the bigger picture about things in the way that I've felt over the last four years or so, or even more specifically the last year or so since COVID started. So I am going to talk a little bit about that. If that if that does not interest you in this episode, uh, I appreciate you still being a friend and still being subscribed and not unsubscribing to the podcast, but this is how I feel. And this is where we're at with everything. So if you're willing to listen and just listen to an objective point of view that covers all different bounds, then I hope you stick around and do that with me. Because as many of you know, this is an outlet for me. It's therapeutic for me. This podcast is a way for me to be able to connect with people that want to be better and want to be something more than what they are now and travel through and navigate through this journey that we call life and literally have to go through things, ups and downs, overs, unders, big issues, small issues, it doesn't matter. We're all going through so much across the board. And this is just a great way for us to be able to get together, to be able to know that, hey, wait a minute, somebody else is going through something similar than what I'm going through. So it makes me feel like I'm not alone. And that's kind of where we're at. I have seen a lot of social media posts about yesterday's events with the inauguration and with everything else, and there's a lot of different opinions of it, right? I mean, you know, I I think a couple of the speakers actually said when they got up and said in their speeches yesterday in the inauguration was very much around, hey, listen, no matter what happens, there's going to be one party that's upset and one party that's happy. There's always going to be that way. But how do we come together and unify was the theme and message across the board, right? Is it possible? I don't know. But here's, that's not even what I'm talking about here today. What I'm talking about is the feeling of possibility, the feeling of being able to get through some of the dark times to get to some of the positive times, the feeling that no matter where we're at with everything, no matter what life deals us, no matter where we're going, no matter what we're doing, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to find the light and you've got to continue to fight for the light. Now, as many of you know, I sat because I lost my job on January 4th. That's when I was unemployed. That's when I became unemployed anyway. And I was sitting at home and I was watching the attempted insurrection and coup on the Capitol in Washington, D.C. I'm not too far off for some of the riots that we've seen throughout the summer and not too far off from what we just saw right there. Violence and people that were frothing at the mouth to be able to stop the democratic process or do what they had to do. Listen, outside of it, at the end of the day, it was unseen and I had to, I, I couldn't be unseen. And I, and I literally had to explain this to my teenage son I sit down with them to explain to him, this isn't the way, this isn't the way that we get through different things. And this is what we're going to talk about here today. We're going to talk about the fact that during dark times, there are lights in every tunnel. 
during dark times, there are different there there are small moments in time that we can look at that are positive ends of the spectrum. I'm going to start off by reading a small little caption of that amazing, amazing poet laureate that was up there yesterday during the inauguration. If you don't know who she is, Amanda Gorman was literally one of the shining spots of the entire day of the inauguration. The feeling of hope that she brought to the table, but she also didn't not reflect on some of the things that were going on. So here's one small snippet, and this is what's going to be the theme of this podcast, guys. This, is, this doesn't just have to be inauguration time. This could be literally your life. This could literally be your weight loss journey. This could literally be your sobriety. This could be literally uh, family or anything when we go through dark times of how we can get to somewhere. And there's a couple of themes or lines that I want to say in this small snippet that I want to share with you that I, that I feel like is relevant and, and you, we can relate to it and everything that we're trying to do. So in the middle of it, amongst a beautiful, well-said poem, I'm never going to be able to do the justice that she did. But here's what part of it said. When the day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a seam we must wade. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. Now, that's a pretty optimistic view, right? Simply unfinished. We've been around for many, many, many years, centuries, and we've been through insurrections. We've been through civil war. We've been through all kinds of different stuff across the board. This country has been through a lot. There is a lot of layered pieces that has been through the ringer from top to bottom across the board. Civil War, Revolutionary War, all kinds of different things. Slavery, every, I mean, you name it. This country's been through it. And so it's battered and it's wounded, but it's still unfinished. And we still learn from our days from before. So when Amanda said this in her speech, it stood out to me. Because I think of each and every one of you and me. In all aspects of life, not just with an insurrection on the Capitol, not just with political views, not just with any of that stuff. It's so true in the fact that we live our lifetime, whether it's 65 years, 75 years, 85 years, however long we live, all throughout the whole entire lifetime, going through things. We go through turbulence. We go through tough times. We go through good times. We go through things that upset us, things that make us cry, things that make us laugh, things that make us happy, things that relaxes us, things that stress us out. We go through ups and downs, and overs, and unders, all of us, every single one of us go through all of these things our whole lifetime, and nothing is ever really good for a long period of time, and of course, nothing else is really, really bad for a long period of time. There is a lot of middle road, but those bads and those goods stand out amongst all the rest. We're battered, we're bruised, we have things that we go through that help us to weather the storm, we learn from our mistakes, we build calluses all around us. Right? I mean, we build calluses of life to make us tougher for the next venture that we have to go through or the next experience that we have to go through. All of us, every single one of us go through these things. And we're not alone. Every single person in the world go through things in their lifetime, whether they live till they're two or whether they live till they're 90. Everybody has experiences that they can tap into to understand that we're not finished 
with anything that we're doing. We're never finished. We're always learning. We're always growing. All those things. So at the end of the day, when you really think about it, we're sitting back going, how do I get to a place where I can use what I've learned to be able to continue to move forward? One of the biggest themes that I heard two nights ago, not necessarily on on Inauguration Day, but the night before, was the newly elected President Joe Biden said, to heal, we must reflect. We must look back and then move forward. There's another theme that outside of politics and outside of the country and outside of whatever it is, remember, I'm not talking political parties here, and I'm hoping I'm not shutting down people that are on, on the conservative side nor the liberal. Here's the thing. To heal, we must reflect. To heal, we must look back on things that we've been through. We must look back on mistakes that we've made. We must look back at reflecting in a place where maybe there's things that we've done wrong. Or maybe we look back at things we did right to help us in the situation that we're currently in right now. You guys know throughout my whole entire time of doing this podcast, I always talk about journaling. And I always talk about writing down thoughts that matter. I always talk about writing down the good things and the bad things. Writing down both. Taking inventory of both of the situations. It's not just about all the good things or it's not just about all the bad things. And it's not just about the situation you want to write about. You want to write about how you felt And what you did, how you responded and where you moved at that moment in time in your journal when you're writing it down. If you haven't started doing that, you should, because here's what it's going to help us do. Me as a person, if I write down, for instance, here's an example. I wake up in the morning. I'm not feeling very good. I feel fat. I feel overweight, which I've gained during the whole entire COVID pandemic and loss of job. I've got all this stuff going on. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm saying to myself, man, you're disgusting. You're gross. You're, you're all these different things. You got all this stuff going on. You're just not really where you want to be, and it's across the board, right? So we got all this stuff going on that I'm looking at myself. And so then what I do is I make sure that at that moment in time, I remove myself from the situation. I look over at the right-hand side. And I say, oh, I have some things posted on my mirror. Those things posted on my mirror are the things I'm most grateful for, the things that are going well in my life, the things that I'm thankful for. And then on the left-hand side is the goal-setting piece of it, where it says, how many lives am I going to impact today in a positive fashion? So now I've got two things on my mirror. This is part of my action process. I put these things up there for this exact reason when I'm not feeling good about myself, when I'm feeling down in the dumps about myself, when I feel like I'm less than. I tap into those. I I read those, and I stop in the moment, and I read them fully. I don't just skim over. I don't just kind of, oh, nice little reminder. I read them fully, word for word, verse for verse, verbatim, across the board, to myself to make sure that I can get to a place where I feel really good about where I'm at. Right. So that's the action item. So the feeling was here. The action item was here, and how I felt afterwards was here. I might feel more energized. I might feel more focused. Or to be quite honest, maybe it was just one of those days it just wasn't going to work that day and I'm still going to feel like crap, right? But I write that down. I journal it. I take inventory. I look at where I'm at at that moment in time. So to be part of that healing process, I've got to reflect back on what I've done and how it worked and how it didn't work to be able to use as I move forward in a space where I can then be the best version of me. It's the same concept as what the country's in right now. It's hurting. It's divided. It's split right down the middle. You got people that are angry. They're upset. They're not heard. They're, they're all over the place. People are just, it's, it's like riotous almost across the board. And I'm sure yesterday didn't help in the middle of an 
inauguration with words of impeachment and all these different things going on, both sides of the party are upset or gleeful in different directions for different reasons. And at the end of the day, when you look at everything across the board, politics and those things that we see see going on right there is just like our regular lives. It really is. I know I stay clear of politics and I stay clear of all those things whenever I want to have the podcast or when I'm, on, when I'm on my lives or I'm on Instagram or I'm on Facebook or whatever. I stay clear of them for a reason. And the reason is, is because people are so strong. They feel have such strong sentiments towards their views that they don't want to listen to anybody else around them. They just don't. They, they go into it going, I'm, my way is the right way and your way is the wrong and that's the way it is. And it doesn't really move us forward in any place to be able to continue to move forward. Outside of having a discussion, dialoguing with each other, and we may agree to disagree, but we're going to keep on moving forward in a positive fashion, right? So that's what I try to do with the podcast. So when I'm thinking of my life and I'm thinking of a situation that I've got to reflect on to heal, to reflect on to be the best version of myself and reflect on to keep moving forward in this space of positivity, in the space of accountability, in the space of kindness, love, adoration, success, all these things that I'm trying to achieve myself. And so is probably every single other person on the other end of this with me in your ears right now, all trying to just be the best version of ourselves and be successful and win in any situations that we're trying to be able to accomplish. We have to look back on where we've been to see where we need to go. We have to reflect on the steps that we took to be successful or the steps that we took to fail, to learn from, and not do again. Now, I love the fact that where she said we are unfinished. I love the fact that basically it was a a very optimistic yet a flawed approach. What do I mean by that? Optimistic is we're unfinished. It means we still have work to do, but we're still right where we need to be. We're still learning. We're battered. We're bruised. We're worn down. We're feeling like we're just in this space where it just feels overwhelming at times. But unfinished also is what is your version of perfection? Because my version of perfection is somebody who is always working on themselves a country who's continuously working on themselves, but they're progressing, moving forward. They're growing and they're getting better and they're not dividing and falling apart. I'm always going to continue to try to be better. I'm going to read. I'm going to study. I'm going to try to be the best version of myself, not only for the podcast, but also for my own personal growth over and over again. I'm going to continue to elevate my performance because if I give up, then what's life worth living then? I'm going to keep on moving forward because I'm worth that investment. My son is worth that investment. My wife is worth that worth that investment. My family. They're worth my time. They're worth my effort. They're worth my energy. So you've got to find those reasons of why you got to continue to progress and be better and keep moving forward. We can't give up. We can't just stop in the moment and just go, okay, that's it. Throw your hands up in the air or resort to violence or resort to unhealthy behaviors or those kind of things just based on the fact that we feel a certain way. When we can actually look back on things that we've done or our friends have done or family have done that has been successful in the past for us to move forward to be successful in the future. 
Now, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. And like I said, this is where some of the pol- political landscape might come into play. We've been through four years of that battered and bruised feeling of anger, frustration, call, name calling, uh, just vitriol, evil at times, and just all kinds of stuff going on in the country and the world. Four years. So yesterday, as I was watching the inauguration, listen, I, I the uh, President Biden isn't necessarily my most favorite candidate of everybody. But what I saw yesterday was a glimmer of hope somewhere, and it may not work. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's people that are just so stuck in their ways, and they're just so in this place where they don't want to communicate and don't want to talk about stuff, and they just want to be stuck where they are. It may never work. We may be lost cause. But I can't live in the space of lost cause. I have to live in the space of optimism and hope. So yesterday helped me a lot. I cried probably 20 times when certain songs would come on. Amazing Grace, America the Beautiful, the Pledge of Allegiance with the Sign Language, her poet or her poem. Some of the comments from both sides of the party of hope and prosperity and continuing to move forward. The fireworks display, the music show, my, my friend, my, my, my man crush on Justin Timberlake as well. Guys, there was a lot of things that went on yesterday that gave me glimmers of hope. Now, that's political landscape, and that is the, the health of our country, the future of my child, the future of his children, those kind of things. Those were the things that I was going through my mind. But then I also thought to myself, this is how I need to live my normal life, my life of weight loss, my life of being healthy, my life of being a better version of me, my life of continually trying to be the best father I could be or husband I could be. It has to be lined with hope. I can't live my life in despair. Otherwise, I'm going to fall apart. I'm going to become a shell of myself. I'll shut down. I won't be able to move forward. I won't be able to continue to be the the best version of me, the authentic self of who I really am, because I'm either too afraid to, or I'm afraid of failure, or I just don't think I can get there. So yesterday was needed for me politically because I looked at it and said, there is hope if we can just all come together and just start to communicate and reach across the bows and do everything we have to do to continue to just be good people. I've been a Republican my whole life, to be honest with you. I have. Military family, growing up in the military, across the board. 99% of the time voted for Republicans. Voted for Donald Trump the first time around. Yesterday, I felt like it was a culmination of four years of animosity, anger, and frustration, all brought into one spot. And what's even more sad about that whole entire thing is we got into this place where that actually started to become normal. The anger, the lies, the threats, the, uh, the, the, the fake stuff, everything across the board. All the stuff was becoming normal for us. We started to literally look at things and go, oh, that must be right. Oh, that must be right. Oh, that must be right. Oh, I guess that's right. And we just we latch on to something because we're, we feel empty. We're all quarantined. We're stuck in boxes. We don't have anywhere to go. We don't have anything to do. So we latch on to anything we can latch on to that fits a little bit of the narrative of what we're trying to be able to get into, whether you're Republican, Democrat, independent, or whatever, we latch on to these things, and we, we, we create truths from false, truths from lies, right? 
And so it becomes normal. So yesterday, the other part, the biggest standout moment for me was being in a good grace of having a conversation and being able to talk to one person back and forth, A to B, B to A, to be able to have a conversation was in that pre- uh, White House press briefing room where the, the, the woman in charge had a conversation with the reporters and told them, I want to build trust with you again. I want to have conversations with you again. I want to talk to you like you're a human being. I want to have a conversation back and forth. I want to be able to, we may disagree, but we also may agree, but I'm still going to respect you. How about when uh, Biden got on the television or on, oh, he was swearing in the whatever hundred or thousand or whatever it was appointees that were going into his ca- or into his office to be able to do the work that's going to be necessary for them to do to, to bring their, their view into light. And he said to them, if you are not kind to each other and treat each other with respect, I will fire you on the spot. Now, that's common decency. That's human beings. That's, what, that's the way we're supposed to be. Treat, treat someone like you want to be treated. Treat them with respect, decency, and dignity, right? I mean, that's, the, that's normal human being stuff. How sad is it that we have to say that? How sad is it that I had to watch that White House briefing room and I'm thinking to myself that the person stepping in front of the podium is going to start yelling and screaming and calling the reporters' names because they ask a question that goes against the grain of what they're actually talking about or they ask a question that's going to challenge their thought process. I, I was expecting it. I was waiting for it. I was almost anxious to be able to think it, and it didn't go that way. They had a normal conversation. They talked like normal people. They were actually acting normal with decency and common courtesy. But we become so so fixated on the fact that the normal has been the yelling, the anger, the name calling, the the vitriol, the, the the back and forth of just anger all the time, the despair that was felt for four straight years that I've had to live through and explain to my teenage son during the whole entire time how I may disagree with that view, even though I voted for this individual for a long period of time or when when he first came in. And now I'm in a place where I regret that decision because that's not how I am. I don't treat people that way. I don't treat people with lack of respect. I treat everybody with amount of respect. I treat everybody with kindness and love and adoration. It didn't match my values. And I started to fall apart at the seams. And then I was thinking to myself, man, what did I do? Now I know my one vote might not have made a big of a difference. As a matter of fact, it didn't really make that big of a difference because the popular vote wasn't won last time by him anyway. But here's the thing. Again, I told you I was going to get a little political. The theme of yesterday was hope. The theme of yesterday was reflection. And the theme of yesterday was common courtesy and decency for the fellow man. Those were the themes that I heard yesterday. This is how I live my life normally. This is how I want to be able to continue to move forward with being a positive influence in the world, whether it's through this podcast or whether it's through my lives or whether it's through my gift giving or whether it's through my art and paying it forward to the people in the service industry or whether it's just encouragement or whether it's soon to be that I might do some coaching. Whatever it is that I'm trying to do, I'm trying to invest in other people and continue to move forward. All the while, I'll lose my job. All the while, all those things happen to me in my personal life, but I still continue to push forward to be a positive influence in the world because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. And it woke me up a little bit yesterday. I said to myself, I know I'm on track because this feels right. And no matter what your party was, you had to look at a little bit of it yesterday and say, 
what a difference. What a difference in the communication. What a difference in the overall vibrato. What a difference in the the non-angry conversations. And the, I, I'm, I'm not feeling like somebody's going to get their head chopped off or fired tomorrow because they disagree with somebody. Right? You had to have. And if you didn't, okay, that's all right. Because I get it. If you're a person lost or your party loses, sometimes you don't want to watch those kind of things. And I get it. I fully understand it. But at the end of the day, here's the thing, guys. When Amanda said, we're unfinished, you are too. We're all unfinished. We're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. We're never going to be complete. We're always going to be a work in progress. There's always going to be ups and downs, and the life will throw many things at us. But if you lean in on things like kindness and love and care, and focus in on you, especially self-care. Uh, you probably have heard me talk three or four times in the last how many podcasts about the fact that you need to take care of yourself. Invest in you. Do your meditations. Take five minutes. Do some self-care. Reflect a little bit. Fill your cup up a little bit. Give yourself the ammunition and the arming for you to be able to do the things that are necessary for you to do. Be an advocate for you. Don't live in the shadows of other people, do things for you to make sure that you can then go and do the things that you necessarily need to do, whatever it is that you love to do. I'm forever going to be grateful for the opportunity that I have with Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, the podcast, and everything for me to be able to continue to invest in other people. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Is it a grind? Yes, 100%. It's a grind, but it's 1,000% worth it because, again, I'll say it again, just like I said it a few times in this podcast, it's the right thing to do. The right thing to do is decency, courtesy, kindness, love, care, uplifting, encouragement, all those words where common decency of humans should be put into play with whatever we're doing. We all need to ask ourselves the question before I have this conversation with somebody, whether it's political, religious, or whatever, am I going to treat this person with common decency and courtesy and be kind to them and listen to them and actually open my ears a little bit? Because if not, shut up. Just walk away. Seriously, it gets you nowhere. All you're going to do is argue, and then you're going to get into these mad spats and get right back into the situation that we went through for the last four years because somebody doesn't want to listen to your point of view. Or you don't want to listen to theirs. It was a day of reflection. And I'm hoping that a lot of people did reflection. I hope people felt also a sense of hope. I hope so. I don't know. We'll see how we'll see what happens. And I'm sorry that I went down the road of political conversation. But it's how I was feeling. It's where I'm at. And whether you disagree with me or agree with me. Just know I'm a human being. I'm just a guy feeling the way that he does. I'm just a guy that has a view that says it out there, but also know, and I hope you can hear it in my voice, that I come from a compassionate place. I come from a place of understanding and listening and relating and those kind of things. Because I have a wide span of people that listen to this podcast every day. Some going out for walks, some sitting in their living room, some before they go to bed, some in the morning, some while they're at work. Wherever you're at listening to this podcast, I know I have very many different views that are on this podcast listening to me right now. And just know you're also valued. 
and you're amazing. And your way is not the wrong way. We just need to come together and have hope that we can literally hold arm in arm, hand in hand. I may disagree with you, but we've got some bigger fish to fry, like over 400,000 people that have died in this country because of a virus that's sweeping the country. Come together and do the things that we have to do to be good human beings, not red, not blue, nothing like that. That's where the hope comes in for me. I know we can if we just put our differences aside and continue to move forward. I appreciate all you guys so much. You have no idea. (laughs) You have no idea how much this podcast helps me because I can go to a place and just vent about stuff on my podcast and do it. You can't really do it on social media. You can't do it those places because you get your head chopped off a lot of times. I was afraid the other day when I did a little piece of artwork because I was feeling in the Martin Luther King mode, I did a, I did a, a digital art piece that says peace on the side and it had a, a picture of his face and I did it in like watercolors and some other stuff that I did and I posted it on Instagram and TikTok and I really did expect that I was going to get a lot of people going, what, why, why are you posting this or lose a lot of followers? I did a little bit on TikTok, but I think it might have just been natural, natural attrition where people come and go, <laughs> but I didn't get as much as I thought I was going to and I'm glad. Because that's how I was feeling. And this podcast, I hope, is the same. Just know I love all you guys. Just know that I love the support that you give me. All the patrons. I got 21 patrons on my on my page. And I'll tell you, each one of you are special to me. Because you guys support me no matter what's going on. You literally support me through thick and thin no matter how or where or what we're going on. I just had a new follower, a new patron that just joined named Lorraine Fachera. She said she listens to me on her walks and she wanted to support me any way that she could. This means so much to me. It really does. I can't can't describe it enough. A couple months ago, or actually last month, Kathy Cunningham continued to be a patron of me. Elisa became a patron. Jessica became a patron. Scott Tabor became a patron of the show to give to the show willingly to be able to say, I'm supporting your podcast and your message. That's amazing to me. And I appreciate you so much. I mean, wow, guys, right? I hope yesterday was a reflective day for most of you. I hope it was because it was for me. I really got in a space where I am now thinking about things before I do them even more than I already do to make sure that I'm doing the right thing for decency kindness, communication, love, and adoration, right? I hope we all are. I love each and every one of you guys. I appreciate all the support, guys. Until next time, we'll talk soon. Have a great day and make it amazing. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.